Hello and welcome to the Two Clever Mafia podcast. I am your host once again, Clever Mafia. And today we have a very controversial episode. Very, very controversial. Uh, we we kind of tossed this one around. We weren't sure if we were going to go with it or not. We were sure we thought maybe, hey, I don't know, it might be a little bit too hot. Might be a little bit too hot for our uh, our taste here at the uh, Two Clever Mafia uh, podcast. But I, I we kind of, you know, I I think you can handle it. I think our audience can definitely uh, uh, can definitely deal with it. What do you think, AJ? Yep. Yeah. So we are going to um, we're going to get right into it. So it's going to be about mo- mostly we're going to talk about the United States and. How united are we? The question came up, uh, a, a listener came up to us on our Twitter account and said, hey, you know, uh, can you go into, you know, the United States and, and why are we the United States of America? And we, are we really united? Our laws are so different from state to state. And there's so many different variances of, of population and culture. And I mean, in my opinion, that's what makes the United States so great is our diversity and our differences. But there's so much into it. So when we looked into it more, we, and I'm not going to bore you with the definition of unity and all that other stuff and what it means to be united. It, it does on the surface look like the United States. I mean, I guess to the rest of the world, it looks like the United States is united. I, I would imagine. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I live in the United States. I have for a long time. Um, I, I do speak with people across the ocean and they do tell me from time to time, Hey, United States looks like it's getting crazy over there. Things are getting hot. Cities are burning, all that kind of, uh, I don't say they're isolated events, but it's pretty much happening in any country at any given time. So if it's not today's problems, it'll be tomorrow's problems. It was yesterday's problems. So there's always going to be problems with, with the population and then the different cities. And there's always going to be something going on, whether it's, a complaint about the people in power or, um, whatever, whatever have you. But I, I don't want to go off, off topic too much, but what I really looked at were some of the states that could be states of their own. Now we kind of touched on this in a previous podcast episode and we got a lot of people wanted more information. So I wanted to really look into it and see if I could create a po a, a, a wow, it's going to be one of those days, right? a pro and con list and see which one would win out as far as, you know, do we need a federal United government as opposed to in favor of each state just being its own state? Uh, you know, I don't want to say country, but I guess just its own state and just on its own. And a good working example of how this can be done. You, you look at the, the UK it's a little bit different scenario, I guess, but the UK and the European Union, and it just didn't work out for the 16 million people in the UK. So people in the UK decided that um, the decisions in the UK should be made by the people in the UK, right? It, may, it makes sense. And there's 16 million people in, in the UK. So by contrast, New York State has 19 million people in it 19 million yet they can't run their own state and they still need money 
from the federal government. And, and the federal government obviously gets their money from taxing all the different states and all the people and everybody paying their federal taxes and all of whatever the government wants to the government. And then the government then distributes it to New York state. Now, you have 16 million people in the entire UK and you've got 19 million people in New York and New York can't run itself. That that's where, where I said, well, wait a minute. Why, why can't it? Why, why can't New York take care of itself? So then I started diving into more, you know, and this is, I, I don't know, maybe everybody knows it. I don't know. But then I started diving into the populations of the different state. And I said, well, just comparing it to the UK, I said, there, I said, there's 10 states in the United States that have 10 million people or more in them. Okay. Now, again, I, I said there's 16 million people in the UK, um, but we just kind of had to draw the line somewhere. So I don't want to bore everybody with all the numbers, but just, just look at California. California has over 39 million people, but still needs money from the federal government. Texas, 29 million people. Florida, 21 million. When we talked about New York, they're third with 19 million. Uh, Pennsylvania, which to me, I know there's Philadelphia and then you got Pittsburgh and you got a, you know some big cities in between, but Pennsylvania is up there number four with 12 million people. And you got Illinois with 12 million, Ohio with almost 12 million. I think it's like 11, seven. Georgia, 10 million, North Carolina, 10 million, and Michigan rounds out the top 10 or not, I guess top 10, uh, would be with, uh, just under 10 million. It might be a little bit more now. So why do all these states with 10 million plus people need uh, the federal government? Can't they manage with the taxes they receive? I mean, maybe move some of the federal taxes to state taxes. What benefits do we have? I mean, maybe the military benefits, of course, but what benefits do they have of being part of the federal government? Now, right now, there's, you know, you have, we have the Constitution, which governs and oversees all of the states in the United States of America. Now, there's, there's, you have your Bill of Rights, you have your amendments to the Constitution, you have all of that, and that governs the, the general principles of the federal government. And then whatever's not in there has to be, set by the states anyway, or should be. I mean, the states should be dictating that, not the federal government. So why, I, I just don't understand. And I'm looking at it and I'm saying, you know, we, there should be separate states. And I, I guess there are a lot of states, if you, if you go into the, the least populated states, um, you know, the, the number one least populated state would be Wyoming. They only have about a little less than 600,000 people. And and you have Vermont is six hundred thousand, and in DC's under a million. Alaska's under a million, about seven hundred thousand. North Dakota, South Dakota, seven hundred, nine hundred thousand. These are going up. Delaware's under a million at nine hundred thousand. So, then Rhode Island breaks the million mark, uh, and then you have uh, uh, Montana, a little over a million, and then Maine about one point three million. Right, so. I can understand those states, maybe, but I mean, like large mass, like Wyoming, huge state, only 500,000 people. I mean, not many people live there, but you're going to, you have a lot of area to cover. Alaska, same thing, less than a million people, large area, North Dakota, South Dakota. Okay. 
Um, but Delaware and Rhode Island and, you know, again, then I guess you probably would have to break it down per square foot if you wanted to really break it down to how much the cost is. But anyway, the idea was that, and, and this is the, as I started digging into the numbers, I kept going off on different uh, avenues to which, I, I don't know, if it's good or bad, but there's roughly 235 countries in the world. Now, since California has a population of just about 40 million people, if they were just a country, it would rank them not 35 on the list of being the largest country in the world, which is the same population, let's say, in comparison to Iraq, which also has 40 million people. So think about that for a moment. Why does California need federal money? They're the, they have a population, the, and, and some would say, you know, the, the, the climate goes from, you know, warm to, to, to cool. And they have all types of, of vegetation possibilities. They're on the shoreline. They've got all kinds of, of, you know, they can grow everything, uh, anything from beef to, to, to oranges. So, you know, why does a state like California need a federal government? And, you know, the sad part is the federal money that is coming from the taxpayers, like I said, and other states who, who need that money. You know, or, or I guess if you look at it a different way, why shouldn't there be some equal comparison? Why shouldn't each citizen be required to contribute equally? A lot has come up in the news lately with Elon Musk and he uh, should pay his fair share. And I think he popped up something on Twitter this week saying that 53% of, uh, he, he should 53% be a good um, number to pay their fair, his fair share. There was a little bit of uh, a scuffle between him and, and Bernie Sanders, but you know, each citizen may pay a certain amount and what should that amount be? And if we all contributed equally, but based upon the needs, you know, somehow we can, we can base it upon the needs. It, you know, for example, if you have school age children, Maybe, maybe you should contribute a bit more, for example, or maybe if you live in a state, everyone pays a flat tax based upon, you know, all the services the state has to offer. If one state offers more services than the next, um, and you have, I, I mean, I don't know if there's an, if there's is an answer to this and most likely to the uh, folks on Twitter that were really having a great conversation about it, there's. I don't think there is any one answer, but if you look at some of these countries that have equal or less population than U.S. states, and they're able to have their own government and their own fiscal policies and their own economic self-contained inner workings with, without a federal government for bailouts, because they are, in sense, the, the government, why do, do, do we? We said, like I said, so Iraq. They're 36th on the, uh, the, the ranking. They've got 40 million people. Granted, Iraq might not be the best starting point, but, I mean, they're working toward it. And, again, we got number 37 on the list is Afghanistan. I don't know if they're necessarily the best. I mean, they're, they're kind of in a rough shape right now. But let's just skip. Okay, so 38 on the list has 37 million people. Almost 38 million is Poland. Or... Here's, here, here's one, number 39 on the list, Canada. 
has 37 million people, right? That's a lot less than America has as a whole, but they, they seem to do all right in Canada. You got Morocco, which I was surprised was as big as it is. It's almost the same size as Canada. They have 36 million. Saudi Arabia, 34. Uzbekistan, 33. Going down the list here. Peru, 32. Um, Malaysia, 32 million. Even Ghana has 31 million people. Yemen, 29 million. Venezuela, 28. Not a good example. I was surprised Madagascar. You think Madagascar is nobody, but they got 27 million people. Uh, they, they do okay. North Korea, 25 million people. So there's number 54 in the list. Is uh, another Australia, 25 million people. Yeah, Taiwan, 23 million. You know, I can go down the list and some of these just jump off and I'm like, wow, they, they're a lot. I think the population is smaller in some cases than I thought, like in, uh, like Madagascar. I didn't think they were that big. But um, comparable to, let's say, New York City or, or even the UK as a whole, you have Ecuador, 17 million. Netherlands, 17 million. So there's, my point is, I mean, I can go down the list forever. I mean, if you go to some of the, just to the bottom of the list, some of the small countries, um, let's see if I can find the smallest one that has some name recognition. Well, the British Virgin Islands has about 30,000 people. So pretty, uh, pretty small place. Uh, the U.S. Virgin Island has over 100,000 people. Aruba's got about 100,000 people. Uh, let's see, Barbados... Barbados, I was looking for, oh, 287,000. The Bahamas, 300, almost 400,000 people. So the size of uh, Rhode Island, AJ just whispered in my ear, what about Rhode Island? About a million people. So looks like uh, Fiji's got 896. That's about 800, almost 900,000 people. And once you, there is no real, well, after that, it kind of jumps up a lot. You get to the, uh, Almost the two million dollar mark in like Slovenia. So well anyway. So that's that's that. Um well I don't know why. I, I'd love to have I, I would love to have an answer. I wish I could have uh could figure it all out for the rest of the world, but two clever mafia is getting a little bit old and I don't know if I can do that, let alone handle the podcast anymore these days, you know? Uh, <laughs> no, I'm only kidding. I'll, I'll be around forever. Who knows? Or until they take me off the air, they stop paying me. But regardless of that, um, if, if you look into the money aspect, right? If you just focus on the money aspect and not, and not, you know, I believe money is not only the root of all evil, as the saying goes, it is the deciding factor everything in the modern world right and in the end if each state took a look an honest look at their finances and did and eliminated the waste and the corruption and the nepotism and all the things that go on and the, the this for that the tit for tat the quid pro quo as they say uh and, and took an honest look it it, it would really be I mean, these states could make money and have a surplus and 
we could go to maybe whether it would be a flat tax or a tax system like we have today, maybe on individual products and services or, you know, and money would be better utilized. It needs to be better utilized, especially in these states where they just give handouts, all the handouts. And some people need these things, but they need to also understand that there has to be a limit. There has to be an end game. And I believe for the, the simple reason, if, if your state is not competitive at the end of the day, if, if this was set up in a competitive way, you will lose citizens to other states. Like it's happening now. People are moving from California. They're leaving in droves, supposedly. I don't know. That's what, it, that's what all of the news channels are saying, especially when I look looking for my uh, retirement home. They're saying everybody's leaving California. Don't move there. Even the celebrities are all moving out. They're going to Texas. They're going to Tennessee. They're going to Florida. They're going to, they're going anywhere, anywhere but the West Coast, I guess. And they're moving south. They're moving. To, why not? Why wouldn't you want to live in warmer weather? Either way. But if it's competitive, you'll lose those citizens to better or more competitive states. Whether it be less expensive to live there, no state tax. Of course, you'll. With no federal government, you would need some sort of free trade and travel rules on the, uh, the the continent. If a state needs money, they'll have to just borrow it from the banks or borrow it from another state and learn how to be fiscally responsible. Or they won't be a state anymore. And then, you know, maybe North Dakota will be consumed by South Dakota and then we'll just have one Dakota. Who knows? Who knows? And I guess at the federal level, it does at times appear that all they care about is getting tax dollars from the citizens who live in the individual states. And when I started this show, it was all about whether we were united or not. And how can we be united when there are so many different laws and so many different rules and so many different tax rates from state to state, to state, to state, to state, where's the unity? Where's the unity? You know, there's different interpretations of the laws and, you know, I don't think we are as united as we could be. I think we could could be more united and I think we could be more, you know, everybody could be on the same page, which would translate to a, a better society. I think a less, uh, uh, you know, it would, in my opinion, avoid a lot of the civil unrest of the different, because of the different interpretation of the laws which definitely causes issues here and there, whether it be uh, gun control, uh, drugs, all of that stuff. We need to have consistency across state lines. So in the instance of Chicago, for example, which they complain a lot of the guns come in from other parts of you know, the country, you know, that may be affecting the gun violence, for example, in Chicago. I don't know. I'm not a fan or not a, you know, of what's going on in Chicago with all of the violence. And there's, I think violence is in an uptick all across the board, but that's not what this episode is about. So either way, I think things can always be improved upon. I think uh, we definitely can, can make things a little bit better, just a little bit better for everyone involved.
A quick reminder, we want you to be a part of our show. Yes, you can join the discussion and be part of our show, whether it be on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or just an old-fashioned email. That's that's kind of how we set up this episode. It was a Twitter follower reached out to us and wanted some more detailed information, so we put it together for them, and hence they are part of the show. Or... If you want to support our show, but you don't want to be on air, that's okay too. You can always buy us a coffee or get yourself a t-shirt or a mug with my mug on it. And you could send us a couple of your dusty old pennies every month. We'll definitely accept them and we love every one of them. And you can find all that great information out by checking out the links in the description below. And if you want to ask a question for a future episode of the Two Clever Mafia podcast. Just click on the link in the show notes and you can record your question in a voicemail and your voicemail may be used in our segments that we put all together at the end of the month and answer our customers' voicemail questions. Pretty simple, right? So I want to thank all of you for listening to our show today. Check us out on twoclevermafia.com. That's T-O-O, clevermafia.com. And join us on all of our social medias before we get canceled at Two Clever Mafia. And I am Clever Mafia. This is the Two Clever Mafia podcast. And that is all I have to say about that. Bye-bye for now. And take care of one another.